Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every single day from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in. Hope you had a great weekend. Monsies alongside. She'll update us on any breaking news. We got Jay Stu, who's in the command post, and uh, John Ramos on the ones and twos. Um, I I had no idea the level of pull that Monsi had, but uh, Jay Stu was basically sitting next to Dave Roberts last night managing the Dodgers for those seats that you got him. So... Good work out of you, Monsi. Congratulations to you, Jay Stu. You were there for um, Freddie Freeman's 2000th hit. It, uh, of course, reminded John Ramos of all of those Sundays he spent with his mom and dad, he told us about, at Dodger Stadium. And um, meanwhile, my Angels scored 25 runs on Saturday and still lose the series to the Colorado Rockies because, well, that's baseball, and we'll do that's baseball a little bit later on. Uh, we got the pod after for the third hour. Uh, Rick Buecher's going to join us. I think in like 25, 30 minutes. Uh, let, me, let me tell you what I think is going on in Portland. Okay? And, and look, I'm, we'll, do, we'll talk a little bit about this. Like this is a hard TV viewing weekend. 
It's beautiful outside. I do know in the South, it's remarkably, remarkably hot. Like even by the Southern standards, like it's crazy hot in Miami and New Orleans. If you listen to this in the South, hopefully it's inside in some air conditioning. Uh, beautiful most of the rest of the country. And uh, obviously, you know, you got baseball season. You got everything else is a smorgasbord, right? I think our national soccer team, didn't they have a game? They have a match. They have a game. They didn't play well. Uh, and then, of course, you have, you know, big three, WNBA, MLS, maybe. Um, I think I saw the USFL. We'll get into that. Like, why do people keep trying to make us watch minor league football when nobody cares about minor league football? But let's let me give you my sense of what's happening in Portland. So Damian Lillard and his rep are supposed to meet with the Blazers today. And for the last five years, we've been doing this circus of, man, you got to get him some better players. And he's just being loyal. He wants to win, but he wants to stay in Portland. And there's been trade possibilities and scenarios. And then you got that. Well, this was a big draft for Portland. And then some reports after the weekend are like, well, they weren't thrilled with the draft. Like, what do you want us to do? Make a terrible move to get some marginal players so that we're marginally better? Scoot Henderson's legit. Like, he's a legit talent. In any draft where Victor Webinyama is not in it, he's very likely the number one overall pick. And, and I like Brandon Miller, but Brandon Miller does not have the body, the physicality. I mean, he's, there's a lot of Russell Westbrook to what Scoot Henderson does. And, and I'm not talking about the, the getting dressed up, you know, like a fashion model before the games or some of the stuff in which he doesn't get along with teammates or coaches. He does need to improve as a shooter, much like, but it's it's not to the point where Westbrook's in his 30s, kind of it is what it is. There's the possibility that Scoot's going to get better and better. But with all the things you hear out of Portland, like nobody's really saying what's going on. And like, look, this is in many ways, this is what happens in real life with divorces. Where you're like, yeah, you just, you know, you kind of grow apart. And I mean, all the things that they've done in Portland are the things that people do to try and save their marriages, right? Go to therapy, go on a trip. Some people have another kid. Right? Maybe you move, do all these different things. In essence, what you're saying is like, let's try and save it. But sometimes you're so far down the road, you're just different people. You, you got to call it. You know, you want to call it at the end of the day, like, eh. but you don't want to be the person that files because when you file, you're saying, I quit. I'm out. Deuces. You are the one calling at the end of the day. You're the one. No, you know, no one wants to things that people don't want to do in life. Right? They don't want to fire anybody. Everybody wants to be in charge, but nobody really wants to fire anybody. Right? You don't want to call time of death. That, that's the time you call it. I don't want to call it. You call it. And you don't want to be the one that files. It just doesn't feel great. Feels like you're, you're quit. And that's what's happening here. You know, Damian Lillard doesn't want to be the guy. Well, Damian Lillard requested a trade. He filed for divorce. Now nah, you don't want to be that guy. That's bad for his brain. And for Portland, like do they want to trade away Damian Lillard, all time, great dude, all time, great trailblazer, super loyal, you know, well, the person who wants to make this team 
You know, to, to make this thing happen, take one step forward and both take a step back. That's what it feels like. We know where this is going. Give me the likelihood of more success considering the roster is marginally better, but you're going to have to play Scoot Henderson's young. And I, I don't care how good Scoot is. Like, he ain't changing the, he's not that good. He's going to change the dynamic of the team when they have no, outside of Nurkic, no like reasonable quality size. And you're in the West where one would think New Orleans, especially if Zion comes back, they're better. Denver's going to be good. Golden State's going to be good. Sacramento's good. Going to get better. Uh, the Clippers are going to take the regular season more seriously. The Suns appear to be better. Like, you just kind of go through it. Like, tell me where the avenue is for them to be better. Th- that's the problem with the league. You either are good or you got to suck in order to be good. And they're that, yeah, they're, they could get into the play-in, but, I mean, Oklahoma City is going to, they're going to add, they add Chet Holmgren. You add Scoot, we add Chet Holmgren. And all our young guys are a year older, a year better. So I, I think that's what's going on in Portland is it's not that the divorce isn't coming. It's that no one wants to be the bad guy and file for a divorce. You do it. No, you do it. No, you, you, you do it. I don't want to do it. You do it. Totally normal. Completely what happens. And um, yeah, I just, I think that um, that once you hit that spot, once you hit that place to where it feels like it's got to be, we got to call it. Maybe you mutually do it. Maybe that's what they're going to find. Hey, we're really, really going to work. We worked on this together. Now we'll work on finding him another place together. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament? You have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my day. day. That's my day. Gottlieb Show over here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Had a good-looking mama. Never was her. Fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds. They're just the reset you need to own the day. Irish Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at your local retailer today. Um, every year we do this, it catches on more and more and more. I don't know if you know this, uh, uh, Jay Stu, but when I was at a previous stop, we we did this uh our baseball segment was called no one gives a schmidt and it was because paul goldschmidt was like one of the best players in baseball and no one ever talked about paul goldsmith because he was in arizona and no one gives a schmidt about uh about arizona diamondbacks baseball it's a good one right um we've changed it because there are quirky things about baseball that i love and people inside baseball, when you say it to them, and they really don't have, you know, an explanation for it, they just go, well, yeah, that's baseball. Which is why we call it, that's baseball. It's time for That's Baseball. All right, Saturday, the Angels, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, of Los Angeles, of Southern California, Orange County. They scored 23 runs before the fifth inning. They won the game 25 to 1. This came after they lost the Rockies on Friday night and then dropped the final game in the series. They actually, the Angels outscored the Rockies 33-9 to in three games and lost the series. How do you explain that? That's baseball. That's baseball. The defending World Series champions, Houston Astros, needed extra innings to salvage one win in the series against the Dodgers this weekend. They won 6-5 in extra innings. It marked their first extra innings inning win in seven tries this season. How do you explain a team that's been a perennial playoff team, won a couple World Series with deep talent, solid bullpen, being one in seven in extra innings? That's baseball. That's baseball. And the Reds had their 12-game winning streak snapped by the Braves this weekend. It was the longest single-season win streak snapped by the Braves since the team moved to Atlanta in 1966. Remember, the Braves made the playoffs, what, 14 straight years or something? Right? They won the World Series a couple years ago. How do you explain a team accomplishing something for the first time in nearly 70 years? That is baseball. That's baseball. Um, I try, I've tried to do a really good job, and this weekend was a good— How much were you guys on social media this weekend? 
Ugh, too much. You were? Jay <laughs> yeah. Stu, what about you? Um, not as much as I usually am, for whatever reason. Yeah, this weekend was only to see if there were any trades. Mm. That was really what this weekend was for. Like, are there any trades? Nope. Okay. Any trades? Nope. Okay. You know, when, once you get to, when your feed has, like, people arguing, litigating Jordan versus LeBron, you're like, there's not a lot going on. Right? <laughs> like... Jordan had played in the NBA in over 20 years and LeBron James team got swept and it's the middle of the summer. If you're debating those two, I I don't know how you think a Twitter debate is going to help you, but that's what some people think. What's fascinating to me is that, um, uh, this weekend I was, I barely checked social media. And then yesterday I was, it was sunny a slant outside. I'm like, ah, let me just figure out what's going on, if anything's changed. And I saw this rant from Ice Cube. And I remembered, because Ice Cube was wearing a hat or shirt that said Big Three, he's the commissioner of the three-on-three league, the Big Three. Um, it kind of got a little uncomfortable. Here was his social media post from this weekend. I put out the contract with Black America. You know they've been with me. Here and there, this and that. But it's cool, you know. I expect that. You know, I've been working with, you know, on the big three for a long time. And you know how they've been with me with that. I done made it plain, simple, and clear what they've been doing. You know, the NBA been with us. Now, a lot of people might say, like, but Cube, you want to work with the NBA. Really, I don't give a about working with the NBA. What I want them to do when I say work with us, is to stop working against us. Stop doing that behind the scenes that we know you're doing. Mainstream media, damn with us. And that's cool. We can do it ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So I guess what he's asking is why, you know, first, why does the NBA not want us to succeed? Secondly, um, why don't we cover him and we would be considered mainstream media or the sports centers of the world are like this is an honest question Monsi, do you know what the big three is no not okay. even a little all right i mean it's okay what ramos you know what the big three is i do and i have a question but i'll yeah. wait till you go through everybody if you want no like can, can you name Miami? a i can't name no, no. i mean I, i've can you name seen a player ah uh, probably not no jay stew does Ice Cube play? No, <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, no, I mean I I'm aware of it, and I know that our own Ryan Hollins I think has played in it the last couple of years. I don't know if he's in it now. It but used like, to be on Fox, and that's the only yeah. reason we used to talk about it. Right. What what he has to understand is, uh, and and I actually there are lots of people who are like, well, why does ESPN talk about the WNBA? Because they have the WNBA on their network, right? And and if it gets one person to watch, that has a Ratings box, all the better for everybody. I actually understand that. We do it at, at, at Fox, right? People are, you know, they, they talked about the Belmont Stakes, but nobody cares about the Belmont Stakes when the Kentucky Derby winner didn't win the first two. Why they do it? Because we paid a lot of money for it. So if his pushback is, well, why isn't anybody talking about this? Well, what networks are you on? You're on CBS Sports Network. I'm sure there's promotions on CBS or CBS Sports Network. Why doesn't the NBA want to help you? Because I'm sure they see you as some form of competitor. They don't, unless they're making money. Why would I help you unless I make, you're making, I'm making money off of you. 
So I just, this is one of those, and we see it in all of these sports at this. Why don't you, like the, the WNBA constantly calling out, like, why don't we get more attention? Until you can give us some form of data that shows us that people care, we won't talk about it. Hey, it's the same reason that we don't take phone calls. We don't talk about hockey. We don't do a ton of baseball. When people care, we'll talk about it. And, And look, we don't always hit. It's not always a home run. But in terms of volume of traffic, our job is to try and use all the data that we have previously. People who study it. And what they tell you you should probably be leading with and talking about then builds in your instincts and then you leave with those instincts. You know, Damian Lillard is a, that's a big name. The NBA is still a big topic. More so than baseball that's right midseason. Shohei Otani having an incredible year and a contract year. I don't think it changes what his value is. I think his value is going to be higher than anybody else. But that's not really interesting to most people. I can't make people be interested in things they're not interested in. I'm, you know, a three-on-three league for has-been former NBA players. It's, it's a form of basketball that's hard to watch on TV. There's no brand association, no brand awareness with your players, especially not with their, with their team names. This is, I've told people this about college kids forever. It's the same with the NBA. Those brand names are important. You know, th- think of the brands that have broken through in cars or TVs, right? They, when they broke through at first, you didn't take them seriously. You had no idea why you'd go in and you'd sit there and go, that, well, there's a Sony TV and the Sony TV is $3,000. The Vizio is $500 and looks like the exact same to me. I'm going with the Sony. Why? Because we all are associate quality with brands. There's no brand awareness. I love basketball. I have watched the big three on TV. It can be a tough watch because it's just such a grab and hold game. And they're guys that you don't think are nearly at their peak. But more than anything, there is no brand awareness. I can't tell you a team, a playing style, an arena they play in, nothing. It is good, clean, fun, summer entertainment within the niche that it falls in. But there's no grand conspiracy that... uh, I think Ice Cube believes is out there to keep the league down. It's the same reason why we always talk about how big fantasy football is, but nobody wants to hear about what my team's doing in fantasy football or what Jason's team's doing. And nobody cares. And so we don't talk about that, right? I mean, you would think you'd want to, people would want to hear that. Oh, I wonder what their teams, nobody cares what we, our personal team's doing. So we don't talk about it. And when we do, we make fun of the reason we're talking about it because nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, at least, at least that's a, a topic that people, genuinely care about, right? There's a way to talk about fantasy football. You just don't talk about your own team. Your own team, yeah. Right. And also, what does the NBA get, Doug, out of the big Nothing. three? Nothing. They Even if they wanted to support them, what do they get? A chance that maybe one of those guys that already played in the NBA might want to come back? I mean, <laughs> Joe, Joe Johnson did that. Joe, yes, Joe that's the one person. But everybody else is already done. Correct. It's a weird argument. It's a weird rant. And, and when, I, when you say, I don't want to work with the NBA, that's saying they don't want to work with you. Yes. Right? That's what's saying. You would think that Ice uh, Cube, being in show business for as long as he, he has, 
he doesn't understand that like if your product is good, people are going to find it. If your product is good, people are going to consume it. Um, you can't blame anybody for a bad album. You can blame anyone for, uh, you know, are we there yet? Five not doing well at the at the box office. Like, you can't force well, Friday, people Friday's to watch. Friday is a perfect example of it, right? Incredibly successful. I mean, all, all of his TV and movie success, whatever, is based around the fact that Friday was a gigantic hit. For something that was the he wrote that was you know uh, produced and directed for a very f- a fraction of the normal amount that a movie would cost to make, so they made hundreds of millions of dollars on it, right? And that move, move, movie is is proof positive that you don't need CGI, you don't need it doesn't come down to the color of your actors. If you have a good, funny, fun script or whatever, the, if it's a good movie, people will watch. I've seen Friday at least a hundred times, at least. Um, but we're—I think we're also—we're in that—we're still in that victim culture mode, you know, where everybody's a victim. It can't be that the big three just—this is what it is, right? It's a summer basketball league, and this is about it. NBA summer league is going to be more important, and he, and he even talked about it in his rant about how, like, you know, summer league used to be the thing, and but summer league's like. You watch a couple of guys play and then you move on. No, that's the difference in our our brand loyalty. We're loyal to the brand of the NBA. We're loyal to the brand of these teams in that even once you get deep into summer league and those are guys that aren't going to play in the NBA next year, you kind of feel much more compelled to watch it because they're wearing the NBA's logo and their team's logo. I love his entrepreneurship. I love the idea of the big three. I don't know what the complaint is over. If it's the everybody's working against you, if they're not starting their own league and they're working against you, it's just because they don't believe they're not. There's nothing in it for them. Like the, the one tried and true thing I can tell you from businesses, no matter how much you want to be altruistic, you want to help others. I try and do the same. Most people at the end of the day are worrying about themselves. And a TV network, if they think they can make money on it, they will put it on TV. It's really that simple. Every, every answer for every, for every question about TV is because they think they can make money. Why does that game start five minutes after like 937? Because they think they help, it helps the ratings go up, which makes, gives them, makes them more money. That's it. And arguing about these invisible like barriers over your growth because of these unforeseen it's unforeseen boys club that you're not into like stop it Ice Cube come on man I just think that's for a really bright guy who's done a, some incredible stuff that's at least a bit disingenuous he makes it out like he's the victim of a grand mall conspiracy to keep his league down and that could be couldn't be further from the case it's almost like there's a um... Like he's probably lost a bunch of money on his own. He's lost a bunch of his own money. I'm guessing. Yes. And then he's got all these investors now. It's almost like he has to put on this. He has to come up with something that was the reason this failed, um, and put it out there as almost like a guise for his investors that are going to lose all the money too. Like this. This. You did not lose money because of the product. Is because something was. Well, there was a force that was causing it. Well, there's a lot of things to it, right? I mean, the first thing is, 
And, and this is really hard for NBA players. Okay? I mean, I don't know how much money you make, but if you made a couple million dollars a year, so say you made $1.62 million, or no, $1.82 million, which is very low end salary wise, right? But let's say like your last contract is uh, 182, uh, was, uh, was uh, yeah, $182 million or whatever, or whatever equals, um, it may even 800 and. 60,000, like the league minimum is somewhere between four and a million based upon how many league years you served. So let's say your last contract was $820,000, which would be bottom of the barrel in the league, right? So that makes means you're making, what is it, $10,000 a game? My math right? Sounds right. Okay. $82,000 would be $1,000 a game. $820,000 would be $10,000 a game. So again, if you're a a fringe player in the NBA, that's your last salary. And and oh yeah, by the way, you're making eight hundred twenty thousand dollars. You're getting one hundred fifty dollars a day in per diem. You're staying at the best hotels in the world. Now you're gonna play in the big three, and you got to train all week. And maybe you're making ten thousand a week. Probably it's closer to five or six thousand dollars a week for a three on three game. And that's if you're a a lot of these guys are former stars that made a, at least a couple million dollars to even more. Like, dude, I'm not getting up out of bed to go to practice when I'm going to make, you know, $10,000, $5,000, dollars in a game. No, thanks. My body already hurts. No. So you're dealing with guys that have been overpaid most of their lives. Their bodies no longer cooperate. There's, there's no reverence towards the league. There's no connection with the NBA. It's hard. And yes, I think that's probably a really smart point that you made, Chase, too, is that some of it, I'm sure he gets angry about it. Some of it is he feels like he's losing money and they could, people could help. But I'm sure a lot of it is you got to put on the, t- the tough guy face for all your investors and act like it's somebody else's fault. I think the first point you made might be, might be the reason why no one watches a product, and that's because it's three-on-three basketball. Like it's a different basketball. It's a less exciting brand of basketball, you know. I going out down to Laguna and watching the the half court three on three is cool because you're in the sun and and you get to I don't know uh, watch something different. But I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it on TV. I was just about to say I think I rather watch my friends play three on three. You know what's funny about that? I was watching pickleball um, Friday. Friday we did the show. And I texted my, I have some buddies that they want to buy a pickleball team. And I was like, I got to tell you, it's just like watching lacrosse on TV. Lacrosse is a great game. You cannot watch it on TV. It is complete. I can't find the ball. I got nothing. And pickleball is super fun to play. It's taking over tennis clubs all over the United States. But there's a good portion of pickleball where you have four people lined up like within a couple of feet of the net and they're hitting this tiny ball with these paddles so it's not going hard because it's a game about touch. That just doesn't translate to television. So it's like, well, why isn't pickleball? Because it's boring to watch on TV. Period. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. 
Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament? You have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Um, good weekend for you, Jay Stu. It was great weekend that ended um, with the Dodger game last night. As you mentioned earlier in the show, uh, Monty Bolaños, our astute anchor today, uh, got me access to the game, and it was wonderful. Thank you, Monty. Access is like you're very welcome. Anytime, like they open the door to you. Like you were sitting, you were sitting close, right? Like you were, if, when you heckled Dave Roberts, he responded. That's how close you were. I mean, Altuve didn't even show at the game because he knew you were going to sit that close. Yeah, that was my that was my one beef. Like uh, on Friday, I said on this show that I'm going to the game Sunday, and I'm I can't wait to actually like physically be there to boo him in person, him and Bregman and the two holdovers. And I think he heard the show and he ducked me. He didn't play. And it's no coincidence that the only game the Astros won this weekend, Jose Altuve did not play in. There's no coincidence. <laughs> hmm. 
Um, I, I think it's always interesting to work with somebody who's from a different, uh, who's just way younger, different era, different generation. You know, I, I'll never forget this because when I had a TV show, it was a CBS Sports Network. My, my co-host was Allie LaForce. Allie is crazy talented. Obviously, you see her now on TNT, NBA TV, uh, doing sidelines for uh, NBA games. Crazy, crazy talent. I love her. Uh, I mean, she's the nicest person, too. I love her. I may have tried to slip in her DMs, not going to lie. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, her husband, Joe Smith, great dude as well, um, who's a former relief pitcher in Major League Baseball, right? He, he went, he was a submarine styler. Uh, he's a stud. So, but, but Allie, like, it was just such a different way of ingesting the world. She grew up in the Cleveland area. So, you know, she had, when she was a little kid, that's when LeBron first kind of came into the league. And that's her whole snapshot of everything. And because she's, uh, how much younger than she is? She's like 10 years younger than me. Um, maybe a little bit more. No, about, about 10 years younger than me. Um, she maybe a little bit more, but, uh, again, like her whole way of looking at the world is different. Her reference points, you know, like all the things we've talked about with stranger things, Jay Stu, in terms of how it makes you feel like the eighties, those things are completely over her head, right? Because she didn't live it, you know, just like, you know, boomers will tell us, you know, post-world war two and how things were completely over our head. We didn't live it. Here's Victor Webinyama. Asked about his all-time starting five. Got to go with um, Steph, Jordan, LeBron, Timmy, Shaq. Strong. Now, he is putting Tim Duncan as a power forward. He's really a center. But, I mean, like, look, the only guy he, he likely never saw play basketball is Michael Jordan. Right? So he can't speak to Magic or Bird. Right? And... We'll also be honest, like he caught at his age at 19 years old, most of his knowledge of Shaq is just based upon highlights and the tail end of his career. He prime Shaq was a long time ago. But so his reference points are, and I'm, I'm sure part of Tim Duncan is, Tim Duncan's great and should be in any conversation. Somehow he's not, but he's going to the Spurs, so you got to list Duncan. Ask somebody who, it's like we ask a, you know, Mad Dog Russo is on first take, right? And he always gives these dated talks about the 86 Celtics. Well, in his lifetime, the 86 Celtics are the greatest team he's ever seen. In our lifetime, you know, for most of us, it was the 72-win Bulls or the 73-win Golden State Warriors. Only difference is the 73-win Warriors didn't win the, didn't win the title. So I give him a bit of a pass because, again, all you can do is speak to what you've seen, how you've seen the world and the highlights and the things that you remember. That's better than people going, you know, I, I see some people, well, Kareem, you never saw Kareem play. Don't list him anywhere. We won six MVPs. And like, again, you can use all that data, but unless you saw him play and have a reference point for what, how dominant he was, what you saw, like you're using points. People do that all the time about Scottie Pippen. Well, before Jordan got Pippen, how old are you? You don't remember what you're going through the lens of a documentary, which, by the way, partially pointed out how soft people thought Scottie Pippen was for the longest time. 
It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's welcome in. He's Rick Buecher. You read his work at FoxSports.com. And, of course, you can see him on Speak, a show every afternoon on Fox Sports 1. Um, Buke, I hypothesized, hypothesize that the meeting today between Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers, and the reason that there has been no trade request or he's not been traded is it's like the end of some marriages where no one really wants to be called a quitter, right? No one, but at some point somebody's got a file and it's almost like a game of chicken. Is that what you think is happening? Thousand percent. That's exactly what I think. I think it's Dame has been steadfast in saying that he wants to win a championship in Portland. And that's been part of his brand. It's been he's made an awful lot of money off of that. Uh, he's been a, a a great corporate representative because of that. Uh, the Portland fan base is uh, very loyal, and his loyalty has earned him uh, a very uh, respected status there. Um, so he he wants to find a way to protect that, and at the same time, the Blazers. Don't want to be the ones that are like, yeah, we traded Dame, like, or they. They're trying to figure out who's going to take responsibility for filing for divorce. That's what it really comes down to. I I used I used the same analogy in thinking about it uh, and putting my notes together this morning. Um, I think that's exactly it. No one wants to be the one who bailed, but but I think look, we can both look at it, and I think it's best for both parties too. I don't. I, I think it has to happen at this point. Okay, so um, what's realistic? You know, it's like the Miami thing is like, yeah, I don't see them taking back. Miami's like, hey, we're, we'll throw you Tyler Hero and some other stuff where yeah. they want they, they wanted Bam and Pat Riley laughed at them. Okay, so right. that doesn't feel like it's going to make. What What would legitimately make sense? Well, there's nothing that's going to make sense. I mean, it's not like Portland's going to get back requisite – um, you know, a, a equal value uh, when it comes to to players, they're going to have to take less, much like the Washington Wizards took less. But let's not under. Uh, but he's not Beal. Fact. Like it's it's interesting. It's interesting. The Beal thing. One, he had a no trade clause. Yep. But and two, Beal's had a lot of injuries. Yep. Um, and and it's a gigantic contract. Lillard, yep. and I would, I think Lillard is closer to Beal than most people, especially like social media, make you think that Damian Lillard is a top five, top ten player in the NBA. Right. I would right. greatly argue with that, right? Right. Uh, right? But it does feel like Lillard would command, maybe not in the Kevin Durant sort of range, but somewhere in between the two. Yeah. Well, it just depends on how you value Gabe Vincent and... Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. And I mean, I think anybody outside of Jimmy and Bam, uh, they would be open to moving and uh, a pick um, or two uh, potentially to get it done. But let's, I mean, the reality is Damien is 33 and at his age, his contract is as onerous or maybe more so than, than Bradley's is with he's going to make close to fifty million each of the next two years, and then he makes sixty million the two years after that. So we're talking about at thirty six, thirty seven, he's making sixty mil uh, under this new salary uh, salary cap. 
that's there's Portland stuck. So I think there's some benefit, in much the same way the the Warriors have to get out from under Jordan Poole's deal. And I'm not comparing the two talent wise, but just saying, like at this point, we're seeing teams having to make money moves and. The other part of it is, and this is the goodwill that, that, that Damien has, has created, if it's, if it's the messaging is done correctly, people aren't going to begrudge that Damien wants to go to Miami at this point if it's, if it's presented the right way. And so I think there is a benefit, as I said, I, I, there's a benefit to both sides. And, and getting off of Damien's con, uh, contract certainly is one of them for the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, Rick Buecher joining us, Fox Sports 1, foxsports.com. It's Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, the Victor Webinyama draft has been completed. <laughs> what, what's, the, what's the likelihood of immediate success from Wemby in San Antonio? I don't, I, don't, I don't think the San Antonio Spurs have any uh, interest in – going for broke here or playing him a ton of minutes or trying to make him a star as quickly as possible. This is not the David Robinson, Sean Elliott, we're adding Tim Duncan to the mix uh, situation. They're still very much in building mode, and I would expect that they're going to bring him along very slowly, that there's not, you know, he's not going to be playing 30, 35 minutes. It's it's going to be more the same way that um, Giannis was brought along in in Milwaukee, um, or even Jokic in in Denver, where those are small markets. There's not the pressure to get that guy out there and build him quickly. Um, they obviously there's need some work done on on Wemby's body in terms of getting him stronger. Um, he's going to be playing way more games. Uh, and traveling way more than than he did uh, overseas. So uh, I don't. I, I, I mean, I was told from the very beginning um, when after they won the, the the draft lottery, don't be expect, don't be surprised if San Antonio is back in the lottery again and wants to add one more piece before they really start to to take this somewhere. In any case, I just um, you know that it, it, we've already started. He's supposed to be a generational talent. His first year numbers are going to be compared to. LeBron and everybody else's first-year numbers, and he's not going to look good as a result, and the San Antonio Spurs could care less. Uh, okay, DeAndre Ayton, is he a son yeah. when the season begins next year? He might be a son. I, I still, I'm skeptical that he's going to be a son at the beginning of the season, but uh, I, I feel as if this is a... a um, a training camp trade that once teams kind of get everybody in and they look at their team and they go, Oh, we're, <laughs> yeah, this, this, this isn't enough or this isn't going to work or whatever it is that you could see a trade. But I certainly don't expect him to be a, uh, a son at the end of the season. It's just a matter of, of how quickly they make this move. They can't possibly keep him. He's a he's a number one pick. He's in his mid twenties. He's um, he, he does not want to be the fourth option, and they just don't have the depth and the and the and the role players needed that he could potentially bring. The fact that they're saying that they're not going to move him now is understandable. It's the end of June. 
um, everybody's looking at it saying they, they, they have to make a move. And um, last we saw Aiton, he was getting beat up pretty good by, by, uh, by Jokic. So there's plenty of reason to kind of wait and let the market uh, refresh itself before you try to move him. But I just – I don't see any conceivable way that they go into, uh, into next March with DeAndre Ayton still on it. And I would, I, would, I would be surprised if they actually go into the season and don't make a deal before uh, the first game. Um, okay, help me out with this one. Uh, what are the Wizards doing? Because everyone else <laughs> who's shed salaries has come back with a bunch of first-round picks in the future, except yeah. the Wizards. Explain yeah. their plan. Uh, I, 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 from what I've been told, is they are gathering young talent, young movable talent that um, that they can then flip for those picks down the line. Once teams get into a place where they need uh, they need cap room, and uh, and I haven't looked that closely at their books to see exactly how that's going to happen, but. Um, they're they're clearing the decks of either any contract like Beals that was going to be weighty going forward, or um, or with Kristaps, which they were going to have to re up him at a big number. Um, the one the 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 piece that I really don't get is I don't unless they believe in Jordan Poole, I don't quite get that that's well they need they did need somebody to eat up some of the salary though right because the floor is higher isn't it the percentage that you have to spend yeah i mean yes sure they have to have some but i'm just wetting myself to jordan Poole. like that contract i don't see that as an easily movable contract um unless they're looking at it and saying well he's going to get plenty of shots He's going to live way better with us than he did in Golden State, but uh, that's that's assuming that NBA people are not going to look at it and go, "Yeah, he's a he's a talented player on a bad team." That doesn't mean he's a winning player. He was with Golden State and had the opportunity to be under the tutelage of Steph Curry, and he opted to waste that and. I just think there's going to be a, a very rude awakening. I've seen it with other guys. They come in with championship-caliber teams, and they think this is the way the NBA is, and I just need to go someplace else where I'm a little more of a star. Right. And they and they discover not every team is run. like, And he's going to find out. Washington Wizards are not run like the Golden State Warriors. No question. In a big way. Yeah. And, <laughs> Not going to be. It's not going to be fun. L- last thing, kind of quickly here, Buke. Paul George is he a Clipper first day of next season? That's a tough one. I I would. I haven't heard anything concrete in terms of where he's going to go. So as of right now, I would say yes. But the idea that they're trying to move him, um, that is legit. Buke, you're the best man. Have a, a great Fourth of July weekend. Thanks so much for joining Thank us on you. Fox Sports Radio. Always a pleasure, Doug. All right, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. So uh, some answers and some kind of added questions because we don't totally know. But uh, as has been reported, we kind of started with 
Aaron Goodwin, who's the agent for Damian Lillard and Damian Lillard, will meet with the Portland Trailblazers front office sometime today to discuss his future. That that feels to me like it's over. That, that's what it feels like to me. Feels like to me. A um, lot to get to in in uh, in the rest of the world of sports. I, I asked you this question, Jay Stu, and we're going to dive in deeper tomorrow. But I was flipping around the USFL, right? That's the the playoffs that are on TV of the USFL. Is that right? Sounds right. Yeah. I ask only in that, you know, there was the, what is, is it XFL is, uh, is the rocks league. Yep. Okay. And that league reportedly lost $60 million. So the USFL I'm watching and you know, there's some people there, whatever, but I mean, the reality is it, there, it's gotta be a money loser. I, for my lifetime, I've never understood what the value is in people spending hundreds of millions of dollars to run for president when they have no chance. When they have no chance. And I guess the sports version of that question is, why do we keep having so many of these spring football leagues pop up knowing they have no chance of making money? Because in traditional you know uh in the highest level professional sports if you don't make money on a yearly basis at least you make money in the value of your club plus there's some non-football revenue that you're making like these are just money losers and i don't i don't understand what i don't understand why that uh somebody would go like hey this has taken place several times over every time recently we've tried it's lost money, but no, this time you're going to make money. And these are smart people with a lot of money. I don't understand the investment. It's almost like they're, um, and maybe this is it. Maybe they're just betting on the come here. Craps reference. Um, maybe they're betting on the fact that the NFL is going to see them as a developmental league and they're going to start investing or maybe the XFL, USFL are betting on one of the two taking on the other. I don't know. Well, I, th- I do think that there's, you know, both probably think we, together. And it is smart to think well, maybe the NFL needs a, some sort of develop, developmental offseason sort of league. But the NFL is probably sitting there going like, why do we have to pay for this stuff when you guys are doing it on your own? And you we know? have this, the thing college that we've had for many decades. College has worked. <laughs> It's, I tell people this all like the G League's existed for, you know, it started when I came out of college. It's been there for 23 years, back when it was the D League. Nobody watches. Not because the players aren't any good. There's just no equity with, with, you know, you don't represent somebody's city or town. It's not that big a thing. You know, there's, there's very few returning players. They just don't build up the, the time and the equity, the sweat equity with people. Um, and the only reason that the salaries have increased in the G League is because you get that's money that comes from the NBA. There is no supplementation of this stuff. I don't understand. I don't understand the math. No, look, I know these. Are, this is like the guy who's like, look, I know that every time you buy a brand new car, you drive it off the lot, you're going to lose money. But this is the one time you're actually going to drive it off the lot and make money. Like, yeah, that doesn't exist. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. Progressive.com. Jace, do have you watched even one second of any of these 
professional sport. Uh, ne- negative. Uh, XFL, USFL. I have not watched a minute. Nope. Ramos. I think I watched a little bit of the USFL as I was stepping through the uh, television. I stopped to kind of watch maybe ten minutes of it, and then I moved on. And why did you move on? Because uh, there was nobody in the stands. So I figured if they weren't into the stands, I w- I shouldn't be on watching on television <laughs> well, either. The other part too is like football. This this time of year, going into a stadium is relatively uncomfortable, and the stadiums they're in, some of them are those the old school ones where you're just in a small stadium where you're open air. Like that's not in Birmingham, Alabama. That sounds awful. Like you're sitting on uh, wood benches or something like that. Maybe yeah, even whatever you sit on, it's <laughs> like hot and sticky outside. You're like oh god, Ugh. I, I give them credit. They're working hard, though, Doug. I'm not saying they're not working hard out there. I'm not trying to diminish their athletic ability. They do look like they're working hard. It's just no. They're, they're. Yeah. I mean, listen. They're better than college football teams. They they beat all the college football teams. There's no question. They beat all the college football teams. Everyone. Pick your best team. One of those USFL teams would beat them. I don't have any doubt. But that that doesn't mean people care. Can't make them cheer for teams that in a league that you has no history for teams that have no history for players they have no history with. It's just very difficult. It's very difficult. Traveling for college hoops this year. Pro tip: Stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with the code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any graduate hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs> 